Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today our people can see that we're faced with a government conspiracy. This government has failed us. The senators who are filibustering concerning your and my rights, that's the government. Don't say it, southern senators. This is the government. This is a government filibuster. It's not a segregationist filibuster. It's a government filibuster. Any kind of activity that takes place on the floor of the Congress. Yeah, the True Colors Podcast is back. We blessed to see another week. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, D-U-B. It's your boy DUB with the homie Kyle brought to you by Shady J Dust Spot Radio Blog Talk Radio. What's good, man? Yeah, what's up, man? I got breaking man. news. What's I got up? Breaking man? news. You just, you just won your fantasy matchup. <laughs> oh man! Hey, uh, it's the comeback kid over here. Yeah, I'm doing my thing, doing my thizzle. What call me score a TD or something? No, Flaney just called like a 40 order. Oh, man. Oh, how it feel to know a winner, cop. <laughs> yeah, I struggled. Right. I struggled this week. We ain't going to talk about it. Yeah, oh, we not? Oh, it's cool. No, nah, we ain't going to talk about it. You know, all right. I ain't going to do the game like that. Even though I'm a comeback kid, you know. Who who you play next week? I play you. Lose again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got this. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Anywho, um, it's Monday night. We got a we got the best game in football history going on right now. Um, we got the Atlanta Falcons going up against Drew Brees. It's a slugfest. The game's still pending. Uh, we'll let y'all know the final score once the game's complete. Well, we had a pretty good week for football, as usual. I'm going to give you the rundown scores real quick. Uh, the Houston Texans earlier this week got they got they butt dominated by New England and a rookie quarterback, by the way, 27 to a goose egg. Patriots won that. The Cardinals lost to the Bills, 33-18. Raiders beat the Titans, 17-10. The Browns beat the Doc. The Browns lost, I'm sorry, to the Dolphins in a good overtime thriller, 24-30. The Ravens beat the Jags. The Ravens beat the Jaguars 19-17 in a close one. And the Lions lost to the Packers 27-34. Uh, the Broncos beat up on the Bengals 29-17. The Vikings dominated Carolina. Cam Newton had three picks, or two picks. Two or three picks. Cam got his ass. Yeah, Cam got his ass kicked at home by the Minnesota Vikings. Twenty-two ten Redskins, and that was a pretty good game. That was a really good game. It was game of the week in my opinion. Twenty-nine to twenty-seven, Redskins beat the Giants. Twenty-nine twenty-seven, Rams came on top over the Buccaneers, thirty-seven to thirty-two, and the Seahawks. Jumped on the 49ers, 37-18. And the Jets, let's see. Did I get the Jets? Jets? lost. Oh, yeah, the Jets <laughs> got their ass with three to seven. I ain't see I don't know what the hell the was. I know he threw like six picks. That's all that matters. Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick threw, yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick threw six picks, y'all. It's crazy, man. Oh, 24-3. to three. Jets just off to the Chiefs three four three. But yeah, um <laughs> Yeah, got their ass kicked. But um uh in the basketball uh, uh, store in the news, um the newly 
traded Derrick Rose, uh, Curtis, uh, who plays now for the New York Knicks, is is under fire for a sexual assault case that's supposed to happen back in 2013 in L.A. And that a young lady who identity still remains to be, you know, concealed by the police and stuff, said it took so long for her to come to come out and reveal what happened because she didn't want her identity exposed. And once she realized it didn't have to, then she came out and said that Derrick Rose and two other guys met up with her at her house in the middle of the night and had sex with her. Each one had sex with her. Now, while she was unconscious, that's her story. Now, Derrick Rose said that they went over there to have sex, but the sex was, was you know, was agreeable. Sex was consensual. That was a Derrick Rose story. Now, Derrick Rose says he's pretty sure that he has said uh, to the press that he's pretty confident that he won't get get charged with, with sexual assault. And um, he says he had a dream team of lawyers and whatnot. What's your take on this, cop? Man, you know, full disclosure, I'm a I'm a I'm a Knicks fan. Really, I'm a Melo fan. But you know, I was all hyped up about this dude, man. But I don't know no more, man. Like that's that's kind of hard to, to pick sides on a rape issue. So you know, I don't want to seem like I'm just missing a lady claim. And then at the same time, you know what I'm saying? I definitely. Definitely don't want to put an innocent man in any type of trouble, but you know, right now, in my opinion, it ain't looking good for D. Rose. So I don't Why know. so? Why so? I just, I don't know, man. That story just seemed a little crazy, and then I don't know, man. I really, I can't so, so, okay, so it seems crazy to you, it's, okay? But we've all heard of women lying on athletes for a chunk of change. Now, I don't know D. Rose, of course, and I'm not saying he did or didn't do it, but, I mean, these stories happen when women lie. Now, I'm not saying she's lying, and I'm not talking about, I'm not defending him if he did do it because rape is such a sensitive thing, and I don't want to come across like I don't care about the ladies because, you know, I do, and I got a daughter and a wife, and I don't want nobody to get raped. That's that's ridiculous, and if he did do it, him and other dudes need to get punished. But we all know who the star of this accusation is going to be. It's the multi-millionaire superstar ball player. It ain't gonna be the other dudes. You know, what I'm I saying? mean, like from, somebody. So from what I read, man, like you know, they got text messages and stuff like that. So where he tried tried this with this lady like multiple times, and she always turned him down. And it was like, no, nah, you know, that ain't her thing. She ain't getting into all that. And I just, you know, I just, I don't know, man. You know, I I just don't see it happening like that. I mean, I hope. Yeah, I'm. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying. I'm keeping my I'm keeping my my mind open to the fact that maybe he could, man. Because you know I know it, it is some women out here that would do that. It's all about the paper and stuff like that. But at the same time, it is some creep ass dudes out here. It is know, that that'll take advantage of women yeah. when they drunk. Yeah, even if you got money and fame, you know it's one thing. The thing people don't understand is like I ain't it's famous. But from what a lot of rich pe- famous people say is like they spoil, especially athletes, because they get spoiled. We treat these athletes so good in America, like we treat them like gods. So they used to getting what they want, including women. So if you tell them no, then that's just gonna make you make them want you even more. You know what I'm saying? And then they don't know how to handle rejection because they've never been rejected. You know, that's why they hate losing so much. That's part of it, you know. Like that's somewhat true, man, but you still got enough resources, money, and you know, I'm pretty sure enough connections. So I don't see see why you would do that, man. It's like you yeah, know, but it's football like, player, Darren Sharper. Look at Darren Sharper, what he was doing, why he was in the NFL, man. The dude yeah, was a serial racist. Your boy Greg Hardy just went to jail too for possession of controlled substance, by the way, today. Yeah, I seen that man. I wonder what it was. I ain't no teller. I ain't no teller, man. I don't know. He ain't getting back in the league anyway. He's stupid. Yeah, yeah, he know. He needs to. Uh, he messed up on his PR. Very bad. He talented, but 
you know, you know professional sports is our politics, and when you constantly in the media creating bad PR for yourself, you know, ain't nobody going to want you. Over stupidity. Yeah, like, come on, man. You know, sometimes I ain't saying coon. I never say that, but you have to at least put on the front like you actually give a damn about what's going on. <laughs> it's not even you that. Got, I mean, just stick to you, stick to football, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man, this, he was doing, he wasn't even trying to take the football no more. He was just proving mentally he was erratic. And, you know, him being like that, man, like he made himself look more guiltier than he, either he was or he wasn't. I don't know. That's another story where I think he, he fucking crazy, too. Yeah, especially you playing for the damn Cowboys where you know ain't nobody got no freedom. So all you got to do is make your plays and go sit down. You won't argue with, with the offense and this and that and other. Ain't nobody trying to hear that. Yeah, man, just sit down, get your sack, and go sit on the sideline. For real, be quiet. Don't say nothing in the locker room. Don't say nothing. I hope they give you another another offer each year because they ain't give you no yeah. time. Yeah, you know, clipboards out of coaches' hands and arguing yeah. with this, Brian. Like, you don't want no job no more. For real, man. You don't want offense. Like, shut up. Hey. White folks in the Cowboy country ain't playing that. Shit. But anywho, um, but D Rose, back to D Rose, man. D Rose, um, I hate to see this for a young brother because he seems so. We like D Rose is like such a emotionalist, he, he humble dude. It's like he's so quiet. It seems like, and it's like I watched D Rose in high school. It's like he's the, he was the exact same way in high school. Like he just run down and jump over a dude and, and slam dunk a dude, and the whole stadium, the whole gym, would go nuts except for him. So that's the type of dude he is. So this type of stuff is like, man, like he, he tripping like that. That's how I feel. It's like, man, you know, because I'm a D-Rose fan, man. You know, he ain't my favorite player, but I was, I'm was i down for D-Rose, and I want to see him on top again. You know, you just don't get – you don't become the the youngest MVP in NBA history by accident. You know, like, I ain't saying he uh, get to the MVP status, but I'm saying he still got superstar, all-star status. You know what I'm saying? So – that's on the basketball side of the game. On the personal side of the game, I can't go beyond nothing but speculation because I don't know him. You know what I'm saying? I just pray that the truth comes to the light regardless of, the, of who's wrong as long as the truth gets, you know, gets out there. Now, um, truth is something that we, we pride this show on by giving straight facts. In a world, in a society that doesn't give us a lot of straight facts, which is one of the things that create that created the idea of us doing this show, because we got tired of hearing, we got tired of watching TV and hearing stories from other people's opinions, and just giving us facts. You know what I'm saying? And what's going on in Charlotte right now is the prime example of why we're here tonight. And there's been several video clips of Keith Scott, the man that, that was recently gunned down in Charlotte at a school. He's supposed to be picking up his child. Um, of course, they say he had a gun. It took them forever to release the tapes. It took a lot of scrutiny to get them to even release the tapes. And there's been cell phone videos of cops supposedly cleaning or throwing an object on the ground, which appears to be a weapon. Now, it seems to me, like, in my opinion, this is my opinion now, we, I'm getting tired of the police force playing with our intelligence. Like, it's one thing to just lie about something that you can probably get away with, but if you playing with my intelligence, that's when I get upset. It's like... We all know the police force are human like us. And a natural state of being human is if you have nothing to hide. If you know you had nothing to hide and it's a tape showing that you have nothing to hide, you can just right? Yeah. If you can get somebody off your back, you can just, boom, hey, I ain't did nothing. If you, get, if you get caught by anybody, whether it's big or small, 
and you got video evidence proving that you're right, you're, you're not going to want to put yourself through any more arguing for you or whoever you're getting into it with. So, but didn't do that. You know, didn't do that. They waited and waited till they got hounded, and they tried to plan and plot, and I knew eventually technology, yeah, it was going to get out. So they released video that was pretty, in my eyes, inclusive. You know, I don't think they released all the videos because there was multiple angles. They had, they had dash cam, body cams. Um, I don't think they released everyone. But there's been eyewitnesses on video who's checked out to be current residents of Charlotte that saying that man did not have a gun. Um, it's been a, a video of a cop with gloves on throwing something down the crime scene, which looks suspicious in itself, whether it was a gun or not. Like, what, what the hell is this? Broad daylight. They said it was a white cop instead of the black. First, they said it was a black cop. Now, everybody's saying it was a white dude that shot him. They're like, come on, man. It's just so many fabrications of the truth. And honestly, I don't believe them. I don't believe the police system at all because we all know they got something to hide. And it's just common sense uh, tell you that these people do not give a damn about our lives. They only care about saving face and saving money. So, and it's the same story continuing all through this nation. Then you go into the whole, this man's taking a knee on the football field and they hate him. And blah blah blah. Like this is the prime example why we do this show. This is our form of protest. We got tired of hearing nonsense and bullshit, so we we decided to take a stance and do something ourselves and do our own research and give it to you from our point of view. And we base our point of view off facts, not emotion. So what you got, Kyle? Well, you know, on that, on that situation, man. Just looking at the video that that was released. It's pretty much, you know, a lot of it, the first point you made is that the video clearly showed a man pointing the gun at the officers and him getting shot. Like, of course, you would want to get the city or the, the citizens that's marching in the streets every night off your back. And then now you also want to, you know, clear the name of your officer. That's what I would want to do. You know, if I was the police chief or, or any type of government official and that happened, and I knew my people was in the right 100%. Then, and I knew we had a bad reputation. I'll be like, look at this video. You can see the man clearly point a gun, and he got shot. And I don't think the the point that that, that seems to get lost in a lot of it, a lot of this is like they feel like like even if we seen a video where a man raising up a weapon at the police and he gets shot, like I don't think you have people protesting about that. You know, I was mm-hmm. in that situation to say. The cops deserve to shoot that man, whether he white, black, Hispanic, or whatever. Like that's just the that's point blank. You right. know, but but it seems to me like they don't even they don't even care if if that's their position. Like they just won't their 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 whole their whole statement to me and, and their position lies on getting their people off regardless. Whether they mm-hmm. right, wrong or they they want their cops not to go to jail even when they commit heinous crimes. In broad daylight I mean I didn't see yeah. I still have yet to see a point in the video Where that man was justified in getting shot He was walking exactly. away The cop was already trigger happy And he wanted to shoot him End of the day that, yeah. that was it Exactly And that's, and you don't, that's the, all, all you really have to do Even in that situation Like when that happens at this type of time You could say that our cops our cop mishandled the situation. His judgment was off in that time. Right. Now, whether or not that means that he'll get off or he should be prosecuted or something like that, just the fact that you were able to acknowledge that talk, like, that holds weight in people's eyes that at least you're trying to be fair. But when you don't even try to be fair, then what's the point? Yeah, man. It's, it's like justice is supposed to be blind and even, but that's just one of the one of the myths that they, they teach you in school <laughs> until you find out the truth and you get out here in the real world that it's actually three legal systems. One for whites, 
one for minorities and another one for police officers. So it's like having insurance policies if you get sick. You know what I'm saying? It's like the cops get the best, whites get the second, and we get whatever left. So that's just, and that's just not me talking. That's the evidence talking. So you can say what you want until you walk in our shoes. You will never understand and where we're coming from, you know. So, yeah. and once again, you know, we, we once again we find ourselves begging for fairness and begging for equality. And when you just look at the reasoning of that, for you to beg for equality, that means someone else have some type of hierarchy or dominion in the system. So why would that person want to give up their hierarchy to help you out? Like that's just not a legitimate reason, and and you know in the world we live in today, and until people can 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 you know understand that and realize that, then you know I don't I don't see anything changing, man. It's just like you know with the whole like you you mentioned the 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 whole kneeling thing, like you know the, I'm watching this game now. You got people like Drew Brees, you got Tom Brady, Dan Rogers, and stuff like that. Like it's 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 a factual statement to say like nothing changes in this country until the elite white men stand up and go to bat for black people. And they on exactly. the team with with a bunch of black people and they don't even care. They, they don't care one way or another because they're not trying to jeopardize their standards in society and their endorsements at all. They have to, exactly. they have to maintain the way they look to the public. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I love this move by Colin Kaepernick so much. Like, it shines. It puts everybody on notice in the NFL, period. Like, everybody's coming to the light, exposing their true colors, whether they like it or not. I'm trying to say true colors in every episode, you know, try to plug it. But anyway, it plugs, uh, it puts everybody, you know, even the retired athletes and coaches like Mike Dick, I mean, yeah, Mike Ditka, you know, you said, you said Colin Kaepernick, if he doesn't like it here, he loves his flag, Kaepernick should go back to Africa, or he said Africa, he just said he should leave the country or something. It's like, dude, um, you can't even try to register why this man is doing it. You focusing on the flag, you trying to justify your anger because you know it's misled, because you know for a fact this boy is not mad at no damn flag. Like, a flag ain't never did us. It's the people that hide behind it in its lives and steady get over over the people who work the hardest to build the country itself in the first place. It's like, come on, man. Like, it's a fact that we were stolen from our homeland to build this country for free, and then once they was done with us, they've been doing everything in their power ever since the, ever since the 1800s to hold us back because they know our strength better than we do. And that's a fact. But it's not. But he don't say again, though, man, like the fact that they don't even have empathy for that is in itself just ridiculous. Like how do you not understand, Not not saying like, you know, whether or not you should agree or disagree, but I'm just talking about the empathy of the situation. Like, how do you not have empathy for that? Like, all we get told for that is, like, that was a long time ago. But you have yet to hear anybody scream that shit out to the to the so-called, you know, I guess you want to call them Jews or whatever, with the Holocaust. Like, they don't say that to them. They don't say that mm-hmm. to the 9-11 victims. They don't say yeah. that to anybody else. We don't they don't say that to the... They don't say that to the gays either. Yeah, they don't. They don't tell Ellen well, you on TV, so the gays are fine. They, they don't tell that to her, but they tell us. They tell it to black people in a second. Slavery was a long time ago. And you got a black president. Like they don't. They don't mean it. They don't mean that it's better for a majority of black people. Yeah, man. I mean, they think oh, we stop burning crosses in the yard, so you should shut up. Like, come on, man. You know, that's a chess game. We we know you're not burning crosses in our yard. We know that, and we appreciate it. You know, by the way, <laughs> but 
but it's still so much other crap legally and stereotypically that we have to carry with us every single day of our lives. And that's because of the seeds that you planted years ago and that you keep planting into your children and your family members to look at us a certain way. You know? But it's in your movies, you know, it's in real, your music. It's like it's everywhere. Real, what's real fucked up is, you know, like, you know, Kaepernick did the whole the whole kneeling thing and you had a couple of police unions come out and say, Well, you know, they're not gonna they're not gonna secure the games and stuff like that. But like here in two thousand and sixteen right now, they still have clan rallies in the South that's protected by the First Amendment. And they were out there guarding them every day, like or whenever they had a rally, like they don't, you don't hear them saying shit about that. They go out there and do their job and shut the hell up. But with something as simple as a black man milling, then it, it it blows up out of proportion, and it forces them to show they show they true colors, man. And that's that's the that's that's all that's the best thing this this demonstration has done for me. And it's not just for you know white people showing their true colors. It's for black people too. You got the people like Cam Newton who playing both sides of the issue. Yeah, yeah, man. Boo him. Yeah, he let, let you see. <laughs> Boo him. <laughs> I don't think Sam hear you. Nah, you hear me. But uh, but yeah, man, like that. You know, it kind of, it kind of, it just, it just let you know who to look out for, man, from both sides. Yeah. That's that's why I love the fact that 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 he started kneeling, man. Yeah, man. Um, shout out to Kaepernick. I'm gonna ahead and order your jersey, man. I wish it was cheaper. <laughs> I'm gonna ahead and cop. I'm gonna ahead and copy one of them joints. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm gonna wear it everywhere. I'm gonna get me a jersey shirt. I think they twenty dollars. Yeah, them jerseys are hundred and thirty dollars. I ain't getting no jersey. <laughs> I get I'm a jersey shirt. Ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and get one, man. I'm gonna order it uh, in a week or two. But uh, hopefully they don't run out my size. If not, I ain't tripping. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I got a question. If you was on like Aaron Rodgers' team or something like that, would, would you say would you say something to them about it? I would. I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't say it to the press, but they your teammates. And uh, I got right to talk to them about stuff. Like, if you don't want to talk to me about it, I can't make you talk to me. But I would, add, you know, I'll be like, look, you know, privately I would, not publicly. I would talk to them. Because you can't make nobody. I think about protests. You can't make nobody protest. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what they got going on. That's another side yeah. of it. So um, it's just the protest is an emotional thing. And if you don't feel it emotionally in your heart, then you shouldn't do it anyway. You don't just do it, even if you're black. Don't just do it just to be trying to get attention to do it. You know, do it because you, you know, you got to be willing to put it all out there. If you feel it in your heart, then you're not going to care about losing endorsements. You're not going to care about people hating you or loving you. You know what I'm saying? You're doing it for the, the picture. So I would talk to Rogers. I would, I would expect or Tom Brady, whoever, like I would expect them to understand, especially with them being, of course, not just white, but superstar athletes. You know they not gonna get ever treated mistreated by cops. So, but you never know. So it's worth a shot. Yeah, talk to them. You know, I wouldn't ask no permission to me or that. You know, I'm just you know trying to. But I would give my teammates a courtesy and a respect. You know, but like, hey, this is what I'm gonna do. Uh, either you get, you don't have to get with it, or you you know you know nothing like that. I'm just letting you know, so you won't be shocked or. Or feel no kind of way, or if you, you know, I might be radioactive after this. So, you know, if you want to sail away from me, go ahead. I will give you warning. And if you want to talk to me about it, then we can. You know, as a teammate, that's what I would do. But I wouldn't try to convince him to take a knee. And I let. I'm begging you to join my protest. If it's in your heart, it's in your heart. If it ain't, it ain't. I can't put it in there. The evidence, well, is on, what, the evidence is on your cell phone. Shit. So that's the, I think that's the part that's missing from a lot of, of the protests itself is, like, you know, people like to try to, people like to be real smart a lot of the time. 
people like to be be smart a lot of the time, and then you know when it comes to them, what is that noise? <laughs> Until it comes to them, uh, you know, having to have some self awareness about themselves. Like they can play dumb and stuff, but I mean, we all know, we all know right now that, you know, if if Aaron Rodgers stood up, Tom Brady stood up, you know, one of the elite white quarterbacks to stand up, like the traction that it would gain from that would be, would be, you know, it, it'll be huge. It's the same thing like LeBron James. You know, LeBron James came and I think it was yesterday and said that he will stand for the flag and stuff like that because. LeBron is aware of his brand himself. You know what I'm saying? He understands. He said, uh, uh, you know, of course he's going to do something, probably ceremony, some type of ceremony with the rest of his teammates here and there. But as far as the anthem, he's not taking it out on the anthem. And he's going to, you know, do the same he always did. But, you know, for him, just for him to be able to speak on it, I'm just saying, like, he recognizes his self-worth and the perception people have of him. And if he makes a stand on a certain thing that is different than if a Booby Gibson or or somebody like that does it. That's that's the point I'm getting at with these white quarterbacks. It's like they want to play like they unaware, like they don't know, and they just here to do a job because they they trying to stay they trying to kind of stay out the fray, like they don't understand how much power that statement would make if they did it as well, you know. That's, that's what I would have a problem with if I was on one of that team. You know, like not like you said, you can't force them to do anything like that, but I would like to have a conversation and kind of see, you know, like what's going on or how they how they feel about the situation. And they probably will tell you in your face, like, I ain't getting involved in that, man. I got endorsements. I'm good. Yeah, we know. Yeah, just like Lil Wayne. <laughs> Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. He he needs he need everything he can get because he he clearly <laughs> going broke. Yeah, you. See, <laughs> baby, don't spend all this money up. What you yeah, got? Man, let's go. Let's go and get in the song of the week. Say what you got, man. Teddy J. Uh, about that goddamn. All right. Uh, we we got uh Q Harper say girl. Teddy J said he ain't feeling that great right now, so we got uh Q Harper say girl. Say, hey, baby, can I talk for a minute?
That was uh, that was Q Harper, Stay Girl. It was refreshing to hear a song without somebody talking about stabbing and killing somebody. Yeah, I like that. But uh, we got the debate. Woo! The presidential Democratic Republican debate between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. I couldn't wait to miss this. Man, uh, who, who, uh, shit, I had that circled on my calendar. Turn the TV off. But, um, nah, I check that bull crap out. Whenever I get a chance to, I'm going to watch it. I ain't watched it yet, you know, but I'm going to get it. I'm going to watch it, and then uh, I have a next week, next week's show, I get a better analyst of the of the debate itself. But for now, I'll tell you why I really wouldn't give a damn about it, because I don't have faith in either one of them, honestly. Um, Hillary's a proven tool. Even as a senator, she was a proven tool, and once you a tool uh, for the money, you always a tool for the money, like any politician. But she's a proven tool, you know, as evidence, you know, and the facts. If you just do your research, you know, she's been bought by the cigarette companies. Uh, she's she's been bought by the um, who else bought Hillary? The alcohol companies. I don't know about firearms. But um, it's, it's, uh, the list goes on and on. I gotta, I gotta give a pressure. I don't want to just make up stuff. People have organizations to find out the Once the check clears, you know, so that's why I can't stand Hillary. She's a proven liar, actually. She's policy so many times over the last few years. It's ridiculous. It's a YouTube video you can pull up with her contradicting herself. It's like this is this is bullshit. It's like these politicians are bullshit. And now Trump, he's just proven, he's just, just like cabinet, he's shining a light on how many actual racists, how racist this country is, and how much they don't care about the real problems that we have. And they like a person who supposedly speaks the truth, which in my point of view, he doesn't speak the truth. He speaks ignorance because ignorant people relate to ignorant messaging. And that's what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? He's the ignorant and he's taking advantage of their emotions. And that reason knows what the real problem is. You know what I'm saying? Trump's a businessman. He's a businessman, by the way, with connections and He's proven that so by even making it this far in the political race with no political experience whatsoever. So I have no, I have no respect for either candidate, and I care less about this debate because neither one of them will even try to change anything that affects us, regardless. You know what I mean? So. That's my take on it real quick, what you got. Well, I somewhat, I guess, concur on what you're saying. Um, right now, I'm looking at it, you know, if, if Trump win, you know, they, they say he'll be good for our economy, but he'll probably be bad for every other front in our country. If Hillary win, he'll probably be bad for the economy. And then probably start wars too, you know. So I, I really, far as I you know, them helping us out with a lot of the problems that's going on and the inner workings of our community. Like I don't, I don't see any big thing changing with that. Um, I would love for us to get, you know, like a third party candidate in, but the rules are, are so hard for them to 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 actually win and rigged up really against anybody that's a third party candidate that we're probably going to end up stuck, being stuck with one of these two for the next eight years. And it'll probably end up being Hillary. But, you know, I feel I feel pretty much just like you did about her. Like, you know, she's all, she's going to be all about the money. And the fact that she even, that she even made it this far, her and Trump actually, with being two of the most unpopular candidates ever in history, 
it just shows you where a country's headed, man. And, and you know, we we talk a lot on this podcast, man, about you know things that the people need to recognize so we can make it better for each other. But you know, with 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 the candidates we got, with all of the protests we got going on, with the attacks that's continue continue to happen, you know, month after month here, it's kind of migrated to different cities around our country, man. Like these next eight years, man, it's looking real bleak. And I don't really know what we can do, you know, under under any of these two candidates, man, that's that's gonna make it better. I think we 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 in for a rough eight years, man. So yeah, man. I I don't know, man. I mean, for 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 our black community, like I really don't see any one of them caring to fix the the division. Like you know, I hear a lot of it from Hillary. How she wants to, you know, kind of, kind of get everybody back together, but you know, when her whole email leak came out, and you know, her team pretty much telling her to just pacify the Black Lives Matter movement and don't promise them mm-hmm. anything and stuff like that, then you can really kind of see where her head is at. She don't care. Yeah, we don't care either. I was listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. They interviewed Hillary couple of days ago, and they talking to her about nonsense. Like, I know Steve Harvey's not a political show and all this, but it's like you asking her fluff questions about, oh, man, you got grandkids. Oh, yeah. And then it's like when she does finally decide to get into, you know, it's getting killed by the cops, they want to go to a commercial. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wait a minute, you know? Like, Ask her about, ask her, you can ask her more serious questions, you know what I'm saying? Like, ask her about those emails. Ask her about what she's going to do about laws that need to be passed, about about putting a leash on these cops, you know what I'm saying? Ask her about, ask her about this economy, you know, ask her about, a, are you going to raise minimum wage? Ask her about, why does she look up to Margaret Sanger? Like, ask her these types of questions. Like, I wish, I, I'm pretty sure we won't, of course, you know. You better not whoever listening, you better not ever let us get a get a chance to interview the president. Cause, yeah, uh, cause I don't I mean, care what you I don't care what you offer us, I'm going in. So don't sit there and and, and if you have a media platform that's able to get the president, I'm not saying harass or berate her, but you can ask her more serious questions and about her grandkids. Unless they sick or nine, I don't give a damn about Hillary Clinton's grandkids. You know what I'm saying? They they rich. You know what I'm saying? What about my grandkids? You know what I'm saying? I don't have grandkids yet, I'm just saying. Like what about our kids? You know, I mean, you did, want this they, they did studies on on this election race and said it's one of the the least policy driven races ever. Like they, they rarely talk about any policy. Like they don't make this whole campaign about fear mongering. Like Hillary preaches to be scared of Donald Trump. Donald Trump preaches to be scared of other nationalities. But as far as like putting policies on the table and stuff like that, like they're not talking about that. They exactly. do you see Flint Flint is off the table. They they stopped talking yeah. about that. Once they once they got the hell up out of there. Yeah, once the story got cold, they moved right along to the next thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on man. People are drinking poison in your country now to take a bath in this, and you don't care because it's a part of your plan. You don't care because they're not rich. You know what I'm saying? It's one of my policies, man, if we was talking about earlier, you know, if we if you if you read or see something on the news that's supposed to be a big accident or a natural disaster like the Zika virus or Ebola, and it don't affect Brad Pitt, then it's designed to tear us down. You know what I'm saying? Because the rich white people don't don't have to deal with Zika. They don't have to deal with Ebola. They don't have to deal with bad water. They don't have to deal with bad air. We and and I did find with the same country. If you live in the same country as Brad Pitt, you should get the same treatment as Brad Pitt. I'm just using him as my measuring stick. For America, you know what I'm saying? Like there should be no difference between Brad Pitt taking a shot and people Flint Michigan taking a glass and clean water. So just ask yourself. 
I don't give a damn about no divorce and all that. If Brad Pitt, so if Brad Pitt, if I see Brad Pitt in the hospital finna die from the Zika virus, and I'll be like, oh shit, Zika real. If I find out Brad Pitt got lead poison from water in Beverly Hills, and I'll be like, oh shit, water bad everywhere. That's you know what I'm saying. Until then, I think the government and the systematic stuff that they do to fuck us over is bullshit. It needs to be addressed, and it won't be addressed by Hillary or Donald Trump. So that's my measuring stick. If it don't affect Brad Pitt or if it don't have a chance to affect Beverly Hills, one of the richest neighborhoods in the country, then the shit the shit is designed to fuck the minorities. That's just my measuring stick. Now, but this shit makes sense. What you think? I mean, I, I, yeah. I guess I, I, I somewhat... <laughs> think about it. I mean, I somewhat agree. I just, I just yeah. kind of going back. To, to the questions and, and how they've been treating these two candidates, man. Like, I just wish somebody would really sit them down and grill them and ask them, ask them like, some tough questions. Like, I mean, this, is, this stuff that's history on the books that, that have never been addressed ever in this country. And you have two people that's clearly not talking about policy. So I don't understand why the questions are not driving them more towards policy and and less about fear-mongering it other nationalities in the other candidates. So I, I, I just think, man, like like once again, man, like this 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 next eight years, man, it's gonna be real real trying. And I don't I don't see I don't know, our future looks bleak to me, man, because we finna get in so much shit with Hillary. Mm-hmm. And if Trump okay. wins, then he just give a lot of racist white people a leash to to kind of feel like, you know, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. So believe this though. I'm serious. Regardless, whoever win the election, do you think Brad Pitt lifestyle go change? No. Alright, so alright, with that being said, you said no. So with that being said, it's obvious that neither one of these these people give a damn about minorities. That's all I'm saying. Like that Brad Pitt measuring stick sounds stupid. But if you just think about it, just sit down and think about it for a few minutes. So I thought about this. <laughs> it's like Zika virus is carried by mosquitoes. Mosquitoes are everywhere. In California is, I'm pretty sure you got a house in Beverly Hills right by the Pacific Ocean. So I know they got mosquitoes. But they ain't got no damn viruses over there, huh? Yeah, right. It ain't no coincidence. This shit is set up to to fuck us over. So, and if you got money and you rich and you white, I, I just use Brad Pitt as an example. You know, there's plenty of rich white people out there. That you can use You don't got to use Brad Pitt I just say that Because he's famous And you, you, you'll be like You know what This nigga Brad Pitt Still getting money So <laughs> I'm just saying You you use whoever you want I'm just saying You know As long as they're rich And they're white Preferably a rich white yeah, man Yeah but that shit though Like but, the majority of Of everything man Like a lot of Yeah Rich white yeah. people Rich white people lives Never change By that shit man Exactly If it, so, if it changes It goes to them Increasing their profits but but when you took social studies class, you had that little statue or the statue with the blindfold, which means it's just supposed to be blind and just supposed to be even, right, with that little Dallas beam, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's what they teach you in schools. So if we all in the same country under the same flag, taking the knee, supposed to be our same hand and the same allegiance and singing the same national anthem as Brad Pitt, as the people in Florida with dreads in their head getting Zika virus, as the people in Flint drinking water, then something is wrong. Justice is not blind. Justice is not even. And it's too many major disasters going on in this in this country to be considered a coincidence. Nothing in would be perfect. I'm not crazy. But if you look at all the problems that we have systematically and it, do, it doesn't affect a certain group of people, then it's obvious that those problems are targeted to a certain and that these people who are supposed to be, who want to be empowered for some reason, obviously for the money, don't give a damn because it's been like this forever, including the 44th president, Obama. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I, I feel you because, you know, I don't believe that the system – I don't believe that the system is broken. I believe the system is set up to work exactly how it's working now. Exactly. It is to protect protect the richest Caucasians and a majority of Caucasians 
And if a black person can sneak in there, then you know that's that's kind of a sacrifice that they'll make. All right, we'll treat we'll treat this nigga good, but as long as the majority of our people are taken care of, then it's fine. That's how the system has always been. That's how the system will always be. So the system is not broke. This is how the system is designed to work. Mhm. So that's 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 how I, that's just how I feel about it, man. And I think if you don't see that by now, after years and years and years of oppression and years and years of shit happening, then you can't know. You know, I, I feel like you just don't want to see it. You just don't give a shit. Yeah, you can't know. <laughs> yeah, can't move. Can't move the cone. Yeah, cool. Yeah, we are. We already know that Cam Newton is 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 talking about he in a in a lose lose situation because Cam Newton wants wants to be accepted into that few, you know. And once you get accepted mm-hmm. into that few, then you know they'll take care of your family and you'll get your money and stuff like that. But at the same time, like you know, you gonna lose respect from the black community. And to some people, yeah. money worth it. Hey, dab it. You say what? So he ain't dabbed on him yet. He ain't cut all that out. He ain't did shit. And I, I tell you what else I'm tired of too. I'm tired of, of Martin Luther King's words being a measuring stick for people who confuse. Like you know whether or not I agree with all of Martin Luther King's methods on how he approached different things. Like the fact that people are still in his quotes that are clearly against. You know, a lot of the stuff that he stood for, and any time, you know, something goes down, they want to throw out Martin Luther King quote, and they clearly against, you know, uh, they clearly for oppression or some of the things that, that he couldn't stand, but they throw that out there. That shit makes me highly upset. Yeah, man. Like who? Who throwing out the quotes? Well, just like, you know, like Cam Newton wearing the shirt. With a Martin Luther Martin Luther King quote on it and shit like that, we all know what Cam Newton trying to do. It's like Martin Luther Martin Luther King man went to jail for the way he felt. You know what I'm saying? He stood up for his beliefs. You ain't did shit but waffle back and forth and hire somebody who tell you how to fucking talk because you're not man enough to speak your own goddamn mind. So that's that's what I'm talking about. I'm tired of people like that. I'm tired of. Tired of people, you have Bill O'Reilly might say a Martin Luther King quote. It's like, get the fuck out of here. If Martin Luther King was here right now, you mad at Kaepernick for kneeling. Just imagine what you 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 would hate fucking Martin Luther King in. And Martin Luther King, if I'm mistaken, at at the time when the civil rights movement was at its height in the polls, he was the number two hated man in the world. So all this love for Martin Luther King now and how they, you know, Want to continue to throw out his quotes and and everybody loves him now. At that time, people couldn't stand Martin Luther King. So I'm, I'm just tired of sick. I'm tired of seeing people take advantage of that shit just to make themselves yeah. look better. Yeah, just like Ali. White people loved him some Ali once he got sick and died and couldn't talk no more. You know they love you then, but when Ali was you know in his prime, they took away his his boxing license. They wouldn't let him fight. You know what I'm saying? They wanted to send him to war so he can get killed. And they called him all type of names. And he clearly gave you legitimate reasons as to why he was not going. You know what I mean? So now, but now, now he's, but now he's the greatest. You know, he's the greatest. You know, he's, oh my God, we love him. We miss him so much. Uh, You didn't miss him when he was doing interviews, shutting down white folks, asking stupid questions about black people. You didn't miss him then. He was unapologetically black, and he was a winner. And the only reason why he started, he lost the fight that he did was because he was past his prime. And if you hadn't took his license, then he would have probably been able to retire long before he got old. So that's how they did Ali. You know, and Shaq stopped talking about Kaepernick should have came in this way. Uh, You know good and well Kaepernick wouldn't have had a career if he did this his rookie season. You know what I'm saying? 
and talking about Ali came in one way. Last time I checked, Ali came in as Cassius Clay. And then later on, yeah, he converted. So don't sit there and say Ali came in one way. Nobody comes in hate. You got to earn you got to earn people's, you know, support. And then when the time is right, you know what I'm saying, you hit them with, you hit them with the truth. You know what I'm saying, whether they like it or not. That's just how you got to do it. You know what I'm saying, nobody's going to pay attention to somebody that they can't, that they don't know. And that's, that's on long, I mean, that's just, it's like I was saying earlier, though, like people got, you got to have self-awareness about yourself and your life and your position that you're in right then and there. And Shaq, Shaq know, know that damn well, just like I know that, just like you know that. You know what I'm saying? So so Shaq can shut the hell up, too. Shaq be out here cooning because he is fucking seven foot one and he fucking breakdancing and doing all his other shit. So, you know, that's, that's a lot of the problem that we still face with here today. We just got a bunch of house niggas running around. And they making it, they making it worse for a lot of us. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, it's about time to wrap it up, man. I'm, gonna, I'm ready to watch this debate and uh, see what the fuck they talking about. Yes, issues. <laughs> I doubt it, but I. This is the True Colors podcast. You know. We, God bless, bless be here. You know, shout out to Cobb, City J, Dust Bar Radio. You can follow, you can catch the show on Facebook, True Colors Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Uh, follow me on Twitter, B U T T A M A N 2 3. Uh, and I will be posting the show, the link for the show on Twitter and Facebook. So. Anything you got, Cobb? No, man, that's it, man. Everybody, God bless, man. I hope everybody have a safe week. And, you know, we'll get back at y'all next week. All right, man, we out. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.